Let's use the words of a song. When we're praying about what to bring tonight, I was sitting with Caitlin getting our dinner in a, a pub, actually. And we really felt a heavy, deep presence. And we felt, basically, that I was to speak about the blood of Jesus. And it was then I remembered a story. It was actually a revival that happened in the 1700s in Cambus Lang. And it was George Whitfield who was preaching. And it was round, they actually were having communion. And something like 30,000 people gathered outside in a park. And everyone was entering into, they used the word ecstasy. That's the word they used. The word ecstasy is in the Bible. It's when Peter was caught up in a trance. It's the word ecstasis. In other words, they were caught into another realm. And I know that God wants to catch us into another realm. And it's the realm of reality of what Jesus has done. It's a realm where we don't have head knowledge about the blood or about anything. It's a realm where we go into that place of ecstasy, into that place of true communion, true union with God because of his blood. The blood that Jesus shed for me way back on Calvary, the blood that gives me strength from day to day, it will never lose its power. My dad will tell you, we heard that song in Wales a few years back and the power that came in the room was so powerful that the people began screaming because the demonic couldn't stay. Because of a revelation of the blood of Christ. I tell you what, God is about to raise up sons in Glasgow and across this nation that we may ask a question, how is it going to happen? How are we going to walk in this? How are we going to overcome our stuff? I'm telling you, the blood, there's going to be a revelation in the blood. Keep engaging, by the way. Don't come out of that place of engagement. Just keep engaging because God wants to catch us up. God wants to catch us up. The blood. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for the blood. So Jesus said again, I tell you the truth, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you cannot have eternal life within you. But anyone who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. And I will raise that person at the last day. For my flesh is true food and my blood is true drink. Anyone who eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in him. Receive the revelation of the blood beyond the veil in the spirit. The blood forgives sins. Matthew 26, 28 says, This is my blood of the covenant which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. It gives life to those who drink it. 
This is John 6:53. Jesus said to them, Verily, truly, I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. But what happens when we do eat his body and drink his blood? The reverse is true, that we will have his life in us. There's something of the life of God that we've never experienced. Can you imagine the eternal God? And in his blood is the perfect DNA, the perfect record of everything. We have had a record that's corrupt because of the fall. But because of the blood, when we partake of the blood, when we appropriate the blood, we are going to be so transformed. And have the life, the life, the life of God. The life of God. The blood causes us to dwell in Christ and he in us. John 6, 56 says, He who feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood dwells continually in me. This divine union. As we partake of his blood, we will actually dwell in God. I'm not sure our minds can grasp what that means. Can you imagine that we can dwell in God? The Jewish people wouldn't even utter his name. But we can dwell in God. And it's all through communion. (laughs) It's through the blood. It's taking it. Listen, we've done it as a ritual, but we're going to be beginning to take in the blood and the bread beyond the veil. That's where we are transformed. The life of God is going to transform Glasgow. Why is it there was a communion service in Cambus Lang and 30,000 people in a field, in a park actually, were caught up into mysteries and saw the heavenlies. Some had the fear of the Lord and were crying out for mercy. Others were seeing the beautiful character and goodness of God. Why? Because they had a revelation of the blood. And it's not just a a thing we do, it's something that transforms us. It's the means by which Jesus became our atonement. Atonement means at one meant. At one. Do you know that we are going to be, if we believe it through the blood, be at one fully with Jesus? What does that mean? One with his mind, one with his heart, one with his spirit, one with his soul. Well, have his soul. Holy Spirit. (laughs) That was a theological question there. I don't know. One with all that he is. It's there we become... A person who hates what he hates and loves what he loves because we've got at one meant. And it's all because of the blood. Healing 
is in the atonement. 1 Peter 2.24 says, He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we may cease from sinning and live for righteousness. By his wounds you were healed. So can I say, you don't need to put your hand up or anything. Just receive right now physical, mental, emotional healing. Because of the revelation of the blood. cleanses our conscience from dead works to serve the living God. That's Hebrews 9.14. What does that mean? It means it's not our effort. It's not our effort. Sometimes we're trying to be good. We're trying to do this so that we can please God. The blood makes you righteous. The blood is what's going to transform you and make you righteous, make you holy, so that we can see a reformation in the nation. The blood makes you ready. The blood is enough. The blood. (laughs) The blood communion. There's something about this city that the blood is going to become a revelation in this city. Hebrews 10.19 It is a means by which we enter the most holy place with boldness. Hebrews 10, 19 to 22 says, they don't just listen to this, let's enter in. Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way open for us through the curtain that is his body, And since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart, with full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and have our bodies washed with pure water. I think we as the church in this nation and probably over the planet have not realized that we are called to live beyond the veil into the holy place, the most holy place where the priest could not go, only the high priest could go. And we look back to the Old Testament when the glory fell, and I I do love that, but there's something beyond that. And because of the blood, we are called to live beyond the veil in the most holy place do you know what that means that means in our everyday life we can meet God face to face (laughs) 
Glasgow and Scotland and, and the, the nations are going to be transformed by a people who meet God face to face. But we must realize we can go there because of the blood. You're made righteous because of the blood. You can go to the most holy place because of the blood. <laughs> we disqualify ourselves. But do you know what the next revival is going to be? A company of people who know how to live in the most holy place. the most holy place we can live there and we have to come with boldness not boldness <laughs> I never mentioned names and it sanctifies us Hebrews thirteen twelve. that means it makes us holy it prepares us for holy union Do you know there's a place, we've been doing a lot of teaching about the prophetic and how to hear God. Do you know there's a, a place far deeper than that? And it's a place where you're, you're in union. You don't need to hear. You know what he thinks. You know what he says. You know what his heart is. In every situation, you know. Why? Because you're in union with him. You're not trying to hear. You're in complete union. The mystics of old spoke about this, like Madame Guyon, Brother Lawrence, lots of other guys spoke about this. But it's the blood that prepares us for union. Beyond just trying to hear God, beyond just trying to move in a few gifts, I remember I gave a quote by Madame Guyon and she talks about the gifts and she was used mightily to see healings and miracles and don't get me wrong, we want that. But what she said was, I pity you if you stay there. Why? Because she said she moved beyond that to God himself. To God himself. But it's all through the power of the blood. <laughs> The blood speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. And this is Hebrews 12, 24 to 29. And it says, but you have come to Mount Zion. This is talking about where we've come when you're born again, by the way. You have come, past tense, to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. You have come to thousands upon thousands of angels in joyful assembly. To the church. The church is there. You have come to God, the judge of all. That's the heavenly courtroom. To the spirits of the righteous made perfect. That's the cloud of witnesses. To Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant. And to a sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. We have access 
and can engage the government and the courts of heaven because of the blood. And it says, we have come to this place called Mount Zion. What is Mount Zion? It's the heavenly government. How do we know that? Because God, the judge is there. The church is there. The ecclesia is there. We are supposed to function from there. But the blood speaks. (laughs) And it says the blood speaks a better word than that of Abel. What does that mean? Abel was crying for justice. But this blood says mercy. This blood says mercy, Deborah. And this blood says mercy to Glasgow. And this blood says mercy to Scotland. We've just passed, we've just passed some law yesterday in the Scottish Parliament to do with abortion. Where women can take pills in their home. Lord, let your blood cover this nation. His blood speaks mercy. His blood speaks mercy in the courts of heaven. His blood speaks mercy in the government of heaven. And his blood speaks mercy over the millions of drug addicts and alcoholics. this last two weeks a friend I went to school we went missing and, and was found dead basically because I don't know why but there's so much depression and all sorts going on we all know that but the blood of Jesus is speaking a better word over this nation the blood of Jesus is speaking a better word over those even now who are thinking of suicide the blood can set you free the blood in Scotland will cause the greatest revival the nation has ever seen. Because there's a company of people who are going to be transformed by taking communion daily, taking the blood daily until it transforms us, until we can partake of the divine nature. Something beyond just revival, we will partake of the divine nature where we will be heirs with God and join heirs with Christ. Something this earth has never seen. Something Glasgow has never seen. Something George Whitfield has never seen. <laughs> The blood equips you for every good work. <laughs> Hebrews 13, 20 to 21 says, 
Now may the God of peace who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with every good thing for doing his will. In other words, you are called with a purpose and the blood of Jesus will enable you to do it. The blood is going to transform you by taking communion every single day and receiving all that he is as a trade. It's a great exchange. It's a great exchange. We give him all our rubbish <laughs> and he gives us his divine nature, his fullness, his holiness. He gives us the fear of the Lord. He gives us the spirit of the Lord. He gives us wisdom and understanding. He gives us counsel and might. And what do we give him? Our nothingness. <laughs> we give him our little bit that we are, our nothingness, our sinfulness, <laughs> our weakness. We call it like trading. You just give all that you are and he gives all that he is. He's already accepted you. <laughs> And do you know there's a cloud of witnesses here tonight? Because God sees people who are willing to let the God, the blood of God transform us, change us until we become Christ-like. Not us trying to battle. Not us trying to do warfare. He is the God of warfare. He stands and fights for us. We just remain in him. The secret place. <laughs> and we can overcome the accuser of the brethren in the courts of heaven because of the blood. Revelation 12 says 10 to 11. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ has come. For well, the accuser of our brethren who has accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. And they overcame by the blood of the lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they did not lose their lives until death. by the blood. How does that work? By taking the blood as a trade. Because as we are covered completely, yielded to that perfection, we can stand in the holy place. We can stand in union with God himself. We can stand in the heavenly courtrooms in heaven. We can stand there and Satan cannot accuse us. Because if he does bring an accusation, the blood will speak and say, overruled. to read one thing out and this is by Paul Keith Davis and then we're going to take communion all right and I want us when we take communion we're going to engage in that place beyond the veil because it's by the blood we enter the holy place always take communion beyond the veil not this side of the veil 
because we're not supposed to do anything in this side of the veil because the veil is torn so that we can go there by faith. This was a word given to Paul Keith Davis. And it says this, and it's called Emerging Warriors. It says, great warriors will emerge in this hour. The Holy Spirit is preparing a body of people to expose spiritual gates and open everlasting doors that the King of Glory may come in. Graham. He will reveal himself as the awesome man of war who is strong and mighty in battle. Substantial authority will be given to this warring band to sever the head from spiritual influences that have successfully stolen the inheritance of God's people. According to Psalm 74, 14, you broke the head of Leviathan in pieces and gave him his food to the people inhabiting the wilderness. God intends to retrieve his precious gifts gifts, and the vessels to which they are entrusted. These days we'll see many who are leaders of wickedness become vessels of light and righteousness. And this is true both in the natural and spiritual arena. God is able. And this is the part I want to get to. It's called gleaning from the past. For the past two decades, I have had a keen interest in understanding modern revivals and the positive things that were done and also understanding failures and mistakes. Part of the mandate for this generation is to recapture and restore to the church our lost heritage. Many forerunners and pioneers obtained a testimony from God and blazed a spiritual trail that left an incredible mark upon their generation and understood this high place in God. Now listen to this. Recently I was sharing some of the great things the Lord has shown me prophetically that he is going to do in these last days through his mature sons and his spotless bride. But someone then asked me, how can these things be? They seem so tremendous. And Paul Keith says this, when I inquired of the Lord, the response came authoritatively saying, tell them there's power in the blood. Tell them there will be a full appropriation of my blood before the end comes. The body of Christ is scarcely touched the great redemptive truths of the cross. These will prepare the bride for her union with the bridegroom. And the enthusiastic preaching of Christ's shed blood will be recaptured in the church through great revivalists in the order of John Wesley and George Whitfield. The appropriation of the blood. The perfection. Do you know there's a perfect record? Do you know your DNA is a record of life? Scientists call it like the book of life, the instruction book of life. But Jesus' blood has got the perfect record. We had the fallen record because of sin, but his blood gives us the perfect record back again. So in other words, it's almost like it reprograms us. When we take communion, it reprograms you back into the original design. When we take communion, we are receiving the perfect plan, purpose that God had for mankind. Communion is not just a ritual. It's been reprogrammed back into the original design. 
so that we can function as the mature sons, so that we can function in that which Adam lost, and so that we can function in something beyond even Adam, because Adam did not fulfill his purpose. Why is it all creation is groaning? All creation is groaning, not just for revival, but for the manifestation of the sons. How are we going to manifest? How are we going to see these great revivals? How are we going to see these great outpourings? By appropriating the blood, by taking communion, by taking it beyond the veil, by faith, and realizing when you take the communion, his body, his blood, you're receiving life his life you're receiving fullness you're receiving health you're receiving wholeness you're receiving the divine nature you're receiving that which will enable you to walk in Christ likeness you're receiving power you're receiving glory you're receiving his heart you're receiving his will you're receiving his spirit you're receiving all that God is because that is the power in the blood it's the record of perfection it's the record of the divinity it's the record of the divine it's the record of Christ himself it's the record of the only and one true God being taken into your body (laughs) being taken into you so that it's no longer your weakness that will stop you because you've got his strength so there's no longer your sin that will stop you because you've got his holiness. So that it's no longer death that can hinder you because you've got his life. Death, where is your sting? What about a company of people who never die? What about a company of people who never die? Paul says, I tell you a mystery. Paul says, I tell you a mystery. Not all of you will sleep. The blood. So why don't you stand up? Who's going to be doing that? So what I want you to do... Before I do this, by the way, I just want to say we've got the offering buckets at the back. <laughs> if you want to give, please do at the end when you're leaving. Okay. So what I want you to do, I want you to go and take communion. Like take it and take it back to your seat. Don't actually partake of it because we're going to do it together. Right? So just go and get a piece of cake. <laughs> On you go. They're waiting for you. And we're going to do this together.
Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. So why don't you why don't you stand? Everybody stand up. power in the blood. Close your eyes. <laughs> and we're going to take a step by faith beyond the veil. Take a step by faith and then I'm going to read something first. So don't take it yet. And this is what you can do every time. Hebrews 10, 19 to 22 says, Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, the most holy place, by a new and living way opened for us through the curtain that is his body, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart, with a full assurance of that which faith brings. Having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. We enter in by his body and his blood, so just eat his body and you're taking in the perfect record of Christ himself. His body was broken for you so that you could receive perfection, health, righteousness, sanctification. by the appropriation of his body and his blood 
perfect record. The blood of God himself beyond the veil. Receive all that God is. Receive the blessing of his blood. Receive the fullness of his life. Receive the fullness of health. Receive the fullness of strength. Receive emotional healing, physical healing. Receive the healing of your soul. Receive the healing of your mind. Through the blood. And we take it on behalf of this city as well. And for this nation, we receive the full appropriation of the body and the blood of Jesus for Glasgow, for Scotland, for Germany, for Germany. Reformation. Let there be a reformation once more of those, Lord God, who appropriate the blood of Christ that they may become full, mature, perfect ones. Ones, Lord God, will the enemy cowers. Holiness, because of the purity, because of the Christ-likeness, because they carry the fullness of the seven spirits of God, the Spirit of the Lord upon you. Spirit, of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of the fear of the Lord and knowledge. May there be a reformation in Germany again. beyond the veil just begin to worship him and thank him thank him for the appropriation of the blood just begin to sing in tongues again and worship him that we can draw close to God to God. The one that the Israelites feared to draw close to, he can draw close to draw close to God.